Welcome to the Journey Living Podcast, where we take on the real life topics while inspiring you toward hope and healing in God's Word. Join Pastor Mark Bird along with speaker, Christian life coach, Shannon Meyer, as they guide you through a roadmap, gaining fresh vision and inspiration for going forward on your journey, encouraging you to run your race with endurance that is set before you. Welcome back to Journey Living for another week's episode as we dive into God's Word and we discover what we can expect in this life. Shannon, welcome today again. Hi, Mark. I'm glad to be back with you and so excited to talk on this topic because I don't think in my lifetime there has ever been, for me personally, and you can answer this for yourself, a more uncertain time ever in my entire lifetime. How about you, Mark? Yeah, I think uh, even the non-ameners would probably (laughs) say amen to that one, Shannon. Like, I just think there's so much uncertainty to where we're like, what in the world is happening? And almost every morning you wake up to a new crisis, a new storm, a new development, a new statistic that's like, what has happened? And so today we're going to talk about What's to come? Where are we headed with all this uncertainty? Are we just going to fall off the cliff one day and be like, <laughs> that's it, we're done. There's, there's no more explanation. Or is there some hope and truth in the most uncertain of times that we could cling on to, that we can find our hope in the Lord? And I have to often think as we read through the Bible, and many times we think this is the most uncertain time of our lives. It's here, I remember during the Christmas season, thinking about where King Herod issues an order to kill all the babies two and under to be murdered. He knows the new king is coming and he wants every baby boy dead. And I was thinking during the Christmas season, as crazy as things are now with COVID and the new variants, like how crazy would that have been? Yeah. But the president, let's say, says every baby boy under two is dead. Yeah, that's a scary thing to think about. And it, it seems so unreal. It seems so unfathomable, but it was true. Well, the bottom line is we have an enemy who really desires to kill, steal, and destroy Shannon. And ultimately, Herod took that to heart. And he said, listen, I know that the child is born somewhere. So in order to get rid of him, we must kill every baby. And that is how the enemy works, honestly. And that's, I think, the first thing that comes to my mind today, Shannon, is knowing that we have an enemy. What's to come? Well, listen, we are in a war. We are in a battle. That's what is to come because it is upon us. Uh, But how do we, I guess as we unpack this today, Shannon, how do we live in these uncertain times? How do we live above the fray, as they say? Well, I would have to think the first verse that comes to mind to me is to not be anxious about anything. And I know that's one of those verses that you're like, oh, come on, Shannon, you can't expect us not to be anxious during this time. But it goes on to say, but in every situation by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your request to God. Now, let's just stop right there before we get to the peace of God will transcend all understanding. Because I think if we're looking for a formula, let's say, and I'm I'm a type A analytical, hmm. a, a plus B must equal C and one, two, three, you know, equals six. And <laughs> it all has to work out. If we study this verse, the first and foremost, God is saying, listen, 
these times aren't really new. I mean, there has been chaos from day one, right? Yes. In the Garden of Eden, there was chaos when the enemy slithered in there and tried to, you know, destroy all of mankind and brought sin into the world. But he's saying, don't be anxious for anything, but in everything, meaning in every angst thought and every worrisome situation, bring it to prayer and petition with thanksgiving. So how do we pray um, with thanksgiving during these chaotic times? Are we thankful that God's brought COVID or allowed, let's say he's allowed COVID through his sovereign hand? Do we thank him? How do we get through tangibly? Because we know what the word says, but sometimes... The word seems so far removed from our day-to-day life. Yeah, Shannon, you know what comes to my mind, honestly, is it's all in the attitude, you know. And and you've probably heard the saying too, uh, Shannon, that your attitude affects your altitude. Yes. And what it does is it really it depends on how you're focusing. Like, are you focused down, if you will, on ground level? focused on just what your eyes can see, what your hands can touch, Mm -hmm. what your nose can smell? Are we focused on that where only our senses, our five senses are touched? Or really, do we have our attitude with thanksgiving, which allows our altitude to be higher, right? Which is focusing your minds upon these things. And, And Paul writes, focus on these things. Think upon these things. Whatsoever is good, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is noble, whatsoever is trustworthy. That, to me, is what our uh, approach to these troubled times, our living in these uncertain times. That's what our approach needs to be. Approach it with thanksgiving, Shannon. That's really good, Mark. I love that. And I think we often think that God has somehow left us. I think of the disciples in the boat when the storm arose. And, you know, they're they're frustrated with him because he's asleep. While this storm is raging, like, God, you know, it's it's the storm. It's storming out here. The boat is rocking. Well, how dare you go to sleep? And while he's sleeping, and, and sometimes we feel that, I think, in our own life today in the year 2022, that like, God, are you asleep at the wheel here? Because this life is out of control. Where are you? One verse that reminds me so much and that I think flees from our mind very quickly is in Psalm 91. It's verse 5 through 6. And Many of you are familiar with it, but that God is our refuge and our strength. And whenever I feel like my strength is waning, I've got to tap back into that Psalm 91 that he is our safe place. He is our strong tower. And I love what you're saying. It's the attitude in which we keep. We know the attitude of gratitude. I think we talked about this maybe last week on an MRI study was done on the brain. If you just have the attitude of gratitude where they scientifically have proven in the brain where the brain continues to grow, when you have Thanksgiving and, and you confirm what is right, the brain breaks out into all these petals, so to speak, or like the tree, uh, a growing tree or a flower. The same is for us. When we know that God is our refuge, when we thank him, although the storm is still blowing, I'm thanking you, God, that you're my refuge. I'm thanking you that you're my strength. I'm thanking you that you are my tr- my help in um, the present time of trouble. It's there that we can almost talk ourselves out of all this crazy making things that the enemy comes, like you said, comes to steal, kill, and destroy with anxiety, with fear. Um, they say the cousin to fear is doubt. Mm. So it's there that I think if we can 
thank him for the verses that he is, that he's already done, despite what we are facing. I think it is, I know it's scientifically proven, and it's also biblically proven that we can say, God will protect us. But think of that verse, Mark, that says, you have not because you ask not. Oh, that's good. You know, are you asking the Lord, can you give me strength in these tumultuous times? I don't know about you, but I'm always, I pray like, God, get rid of this. Very rarely do I oh, ever I pray, God, oh, make me stronger. It's it, That's not usually my prayer. It's God, get rid of it so I can have a better life. And I don't know that, you know, Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, in his hardest, darkest hour, he asked the Lord to take it away. But then at the end, he's like, not my will be done, yours be done. And so it's there that we have to pray and ask God, God, if you're going to allow this, then give me, equip me with the strength, the fortitude, the tenacity that I need to make it through these troublesome times. That's so good, Shannon. You know, there's got to be people out there sitting and listening today and saying, well, you know, listen, these troubling times are upon me. Like they're in my face right now. And so what do you want me to just sit around and quote scripture? You know, what's the reality of that? And you know, Shannon, I'm taken and drawn to Luke chapter 21, and this is red letters. This is Jesus himself. And I want you to hear a couple verses here because I want you to hear how this wraps up, how Jesus wraps up this talk. And he says, and there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth, distress of nations. Well, hello. He said it's coming, and it's <laughs> coming. Now? Yeah. With perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. And listen to this, Shannon, verse 26. Men's hearts failing them from fear and from expectations of those things which are coming on the earth. So, Shana, what happens is when these things come, Jesus said they would. And so what happens as man reacts to what is coming, what is happening, right? It says men's hearts are failing them from fear and the expectations of those things which are coming on the earth. So as we sit around and we wait, if you will, for these things to come. Our hearts can be gripped with fear and they can fail us, right? If we just sit around and think about those things. Now listen to this. He goes on to say in verse 27, then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Those are the things that we forget. Shannon, we know that he said trouble's coming and he said men's hearts will fail them for fear. But then he says, then they will see the Son of Man coming. And here's what I want to get to. Verse 28. Now, when these things begin to happen, here's the promise, Shannon. Look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Oh, that is so good. That's so good, Mark. Again, that was Luke 21. What was your starting verse, Mark? My starting verse was 25 to 29 or that, 28. That That is so good for the soul. I think we could almost quit the uh, show right there because it's so true. It's where we're at today in the year 2022 that all the signs are there. Um, even the four blood moons have happened. We talked about the sun, the moon, the stars. Yeah. And then um, the anguish that is taking place in the nations and the perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea as we're watching storms build. And I just think of a, a terrible storm that went through um, the middle of the nation last week. And I just, all of it is here. And I, I think I might've shared this before, 
that I had a woman one time in my Bible study tell me when COVID first came out how she was kind of angry at God because she had been praying for it to go away and he had not answered it. Mm. And it's here that I had to just say, but you know what? This is prophecy. Yeah. This is in prophecy. This is in the end times. There would be rumors of war. There would be disease and pestilence. The earth is going to shake. These are all things that should not surprise us, especially as Christians. Because if you're in your Bible, you know this is coming. And here in Luke 21, again, what you just read is at that time in, it, where it says right before in 26, let me just go back and read that, men will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. That is been spoken from Jesus himself. I love yeah. what he said. That, those are red letters. And yep. so we can't be fearful because you have to follow up with, at that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. So don't stop at when the earth is shaking. Right. We And I think that's where we're like, I'm shaking in my boots. It's almost like that anticipation of knowing that something good is coming. But it takes forever and a day to get there. And I, I, don't, I can't even think of an example. But maybe it's at the end of the year and you know a big bonus is coming. And it's just really been the worst year of your life and your company. But the CEO promises, but this is all going to pay off. And I think it's here is the same. And we can't even put a dollar amount on what's coming with Jesus when he returns. Right. You know? But when you wait upon something and sometimes when it delays, you're just like, I can't hardly wait anymore. I'm ready to forfeit. And isn't it just like the enemy to get us so scared and so frightened that he's like, yeah, just give up. Just give up and don't even worry about what's to come because the reward we know is going to be so great. But if he can get us to fold, then he has us hook, line, and sinker. And I think it's a matter of where our eyes are fixed. Shannon, I really do because as the example you shared earlier uh, about the, the disciples being in the boat with Jesus in the midst of the storm and he was sleeping. And I'm sure the enemy was like, look at those waves, look mm -hmm. at this trouble, look at this storm. And this is what's, what's happening. Jesus didn't say, listen, hey, don't worry about, just ignore the signs of what's coming. He didn't say that. He just said, get your eyes up. Now, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads, right? He said, that's how you should react to this. Yeah. If you move on just a little bit further, he goes into talking about the fig tree in the parable. But as he goes on in verse 32 of Luke 21, it says, I tell you the truth, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. So for anybody who is out there questioning what is happening, God has already prophesied. This has already been said. Jesus is here speaking. He's the one prophesying, saying, Heaven and earth are going to pass away, but my word will never pass away. But verse 34 in Luke 21 says, Be careful, or your hearts will be weighed down with dispensation, drunkenness, and the anxieties of life, and that the day will close on you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all those who live on the face of the whole earth. Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. Jesus is giving us this warning. I don't think any of this really should surprise us. And the more I see people with so much anxiety thinking, what is happening? If, if you're in the Word and you're reading this, Jesus has already told you. He hasn't left us in the dark. He's saying these things are going to happen. 
but he's saying, listen, don't get so weighed down with dispensation. And I, I, I love this where it says in drunkenness and anxieties. I, I, when COVID hit, I don't can't remember the exact statistic of how much alcoholism went up yeah. and the prescriptions for anxiety drugs. He's saying the year 2022 right <laughs> here in Luke 2134. Listen, don't get so weighed down. Don't let this what's happening in the world today make you go out and and drown yourself with alcohol and anxiety pills. Right. And I have seen more people that have been given this new prescription for anxiety medicine because they just can't handle. We can't so, cope. We can't cope. And Jesus is saying, listen, don't get caught off guard. You're going to make it through. In, in all honesty, Mark, I just always go back to the verse and I know somebody's going to say, well, it's not that easy. But you have to ask the question, is God's word true? Right. And I, absolutely it is. But it, God forbid something take us out of this world, whether that be COVID, cancer, or any kind of crisis. If we're found in the Lord, when we leave this place, it is absent from the body here. We are present with the Lord. So That's Christ right. to goodness, we are in a win-win situation if you know the Lord. Right. Now, if you don't, that's a different story. Contact us at Journey Living if you don't. But if you do, and even though things seem to be out of control, God is saying, this is already planned, and I am quickly coming back to take you. That's good, Shannon. And I I want to go back to a question that you kind of asked me a few minutes ago about, you know, how do you pray through this uh, is kind of what you said. And I love this because I'm just glancing down again at verse 36 and he says, watch therefore and pray always. There it is. That's what he, he there's the answer right now. Jesus yeah. is giving us the, his prescription. Right. I love that because- that's what he always does, right? Like, here's what you do. Watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass. They will come to pass. Amen. But guess what? These also shall pass. They'll come to pass, Shannon. And I'm, I'm, I'm adding this in, right? This isn't how the text reads, but Mark I'm adding ad-lib. this in. It is. It's Mark's ad lib. Listen, these things shall come to pass, but they will also pass pass on by and it says this and to stand before the son of man mm. so there's the bottom line it just reminds me of the scripture where jesus said don't fear the one who can kill the body but right. fear the one who can kill the body and the soul that's right and it's like again putting ourselves back on the perspective and what should you do shannon you uncovered it pray we should pray well how do we pray well jesus said watch and pray Isn't it interesting? Jesus says this multiple times in the Gospels. He said, watch and pray. Keep your eyes wide open. Not because here's what I hear. Shannon, I hear somebody saying, oh, well, that's all you ever do is tell us to pray and read the word. That's all I ever hear. But you know what? That is the prescription, right? That is the antidote. That's right. (laughs) Right? And you know, everybody's looking for the latest prescription to help them make feel better. Always. Here it is. Dr. Mark Bird is giving you your prescription. (laughs) Well, I'm just borrowing it from the great physician. Uh, And Jesus says to do this, to watch and pray. And here's the thing. We're not telling you, keep your head in the sand and act like it's not happening. Pull pull the covers up over your head and it'll go away. Shannon, that's not what we're saying at all. We're following Jesus' own advice. And he said, watch and pray that you may be counted worthy to escape. That's so good, Mark. And I think it's there that I um, am reminded in Habakkuk 
I did a great teaching on this a couple years ago. Not that the, my teaching was great, but just I love Habakkuk. It says in Habakkuk 2, I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. Mm. So if you want to just study a great little book in the Bible, it's oh, just about midway through. Um, if you just open your Bible, it's Habakkuk. Kind of sounds like Tabakkuk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's here that there's a, a great story here. But he talks about climbing up in his stand, his watchtower, and station myself. That is military, where he is watching and waiting. He is staying alert. He's staying the enemy's attack or watching for the enemy. He's not asleep at the helm. He's staying pertinent to the situation at hand. He's already expecting there to be an attack, that there something could happen. But he's also there with confidence, knowing that if he is in his stance, he can be prepared for what's ahead. So I want to ask this question today as we close out. Are you watching? Oh, that's good. Are you willfully watching or are you what Mark just said in the bed? covering your head are you are you using your antidote as and i'm not saying anything about anxiety pills or you know i know there's people who need depression medication and everything but this year i have just seen this huge rise i'll just share a real personal story real quick that i had a young man a, a 16 year old boy who had tried multiple times to take his life he mm. multiple times commit suicide and he was admitted into the children's hospital and just got out of the hospital on on the interstate still had a meltdown and i worked with his mom and talked to her and she said, nothing is working. Would you talk to him? And one of the things um, she told me was that they gave him a mood stabilizer. Mm. And I understand because I, I work with people with mental health. I work with students. I, I work in this field a lot. But here's what came to me is alcohol and marijuana is a mood stabilizer. Yeah. Is it not the same? I mean, really, people are, our alcoholism rate is, is skyrocketing after COVID because people just couldn't deal. Right. They wanted to check out. We're now prescribing anxiety medicine like it's candy. Right. It's, it's just a constant. And it's here that it frustrates me personally because taking someone out of a mental hospital and giving them a mood stabilizer, I know what that's doing. That is anesthetizing this young man. That's and right. And not dealing with the problem that is at hand. Him and I work through some of those things. But if we're prescribing just to numb our pain, the enemy loves that because that is what he's doing to all of us. He is lulling us to sleep. Just stay comfortable. Don't be up in your watchtower. Don't you watch for me as the enemy right. or even the Lord to come as your rescue. He's saying, just be in your comfort zone. And I think that's what's frustrating on my end, spiritually, professionally, that I'm seeing more and more that the enemy is loving this tactic that we just numb everything down. Don't pray. Don't cry out. Don't go to church. Stay at home. Just stay at home and watch church in your pajamas. Don't be in community. Don't have any reason to connect with people and just stay in this place that you've almost become so null and void that when it hits, you will be like those virgins who are so unprepared. And we can talk about that another day. But they'll be scrambling and people are going to say, wait, 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 wait. And there's no do-overs. Right. I mean, and this is tough stuff, kind of that T-bone sideways. There's no do-overs and there's no wait, wait, wait. You've got to be diligent and waiting and watching for the Lord. Be in your watchtower like Habakkuk did in Habakkuk 2. I will stand at my watch and station myself. 
Yeah, and Shannon, they're saying the answer is just swallow a pill. But again, even though that may bring temporary relief. It might. Okay, if you will. Sure. But it's temporary. Right. And that's the thing, because what will happen at the end of that, and again, I'm going back and I'm referencing this scripture uh, in verse 36 of Luke 21, Jesus said that these things will come to pass. Like this anxiety will come to pass right. if you just let it. And then secondly, you're, you you may take a pill, swallow a pill, and it may bring temporary relief. It, it shall pass, but it's only temporary. And here again, Shannon, I think the message is that we need to focus our eyes and fix our mm-hmm. minds and our thoughts on things that are eternal because these things will come and go. The challenges, the anxiety, it will rise and it will fall. But if we focus our eyes on Jesus, he is the author and the finisher of our faith. And he's all things in between, Shannon. That's really good. That's a great place to end today. Man, we have so much to talk about, don't we, Mark? Yeah, we do. We can't hardly get through these. I just want to encourage somebody. And today, maybe you have been prescribed some anxiety medicine. And that's okay. I'm not condemning that in any way. What I do want to just say to our listeners is this. Seek the Lord with all your heart. And it's here that I think, try not to be anxious. It says, don't be anxious about anything. Just take maybe one thing you're worried about today and say, you know what? I'm just going to trust the Lord with this today. So we want to thank you for joining us here today. Be sure, get in your watchtower. Watch for the Lord. He is up to great things. And even though some days it looks like the enemy is going to win this race, he is not because we've read the morning paper. Join us again here next week, and we'll dive into another topic here on Journey Living. (music) 